like we got paid bank. Like I was making six figures as a 21 year old. You're loving you know? life. <laughs> um, yeah, you're, like, you're like, dude, I'm on top of the world. Um, I got promoted to basically become running marketing because mm. as I was a controller on my second shift, as a controller, what the hell do I do? Like I finished the accounting, <laughs> I finished all the accounting, but I was always asked a lot of questions. I'd be like, wait, I saw this come up in the accounting books. Like, why are you spending this again? And I keep asking Arvin and be like, you know what? At this point, just come at the night shift and like come and ask me questions. And he liked it because it made him think more instead of spending. So then all my questions turned into go. That's the way to do it. Keep it lean. <laughs> keep, we kept it lean and we literally could cover everything. Yeah, you had the, um, all, all parts. All it. parts yeah. of it, right? It was like a factory. So, and then Flex Pro Meals, which is a, uh, that was our, oh, yeah. our, our, one of our largest clients. Um, we got them from uh, <laughs> forming a virtual line. Virtual line. Yeah, <laughs> on our website, right? To get, to buy collagen. So the only cool part about this is they're staying awake to buy something healthy for themselves. That's good. Yeah, that's right? Thing, yeah. But like this, it was insane. It was blowing our mind. Cause like we dropped like on December pepper and mocha. Welcome to episode 21 of New Money Talks. Yeah, this is be a good one. We got a good one on the on the, on the ropes right now. Yep. So we got uh, Ron Shaw, another New Jersey native. We've been getting a lot of New Jersey natives. Who a lot is a of people in Jersey. Founder of Obvi, and also a podcast called Chew on This D to C. So a competitor of ours, <laughs> Wait, direct competitor. Just put the link. <laughs> just just from our like kind of pre podcast conversations, we've we've learned a ton. So I'm sure this is going to be a really really jam packed valued-based episode, so I'm very, very excited for it. But um, I don't know if you have like a, your, like like what happens when someone comes up to you at a, you know, at a party with your friends and it's just someone who's never met you and they're just like, so what do you do for work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who the hell is <laughs> what Ron do, Shaw? What do you say? <laughs> what do you say? It's, it's interesting because I usually start with like, so I run a women's collagen brand. <laughs> and it's like, uh, it's like, they're trying to be like, oh, wow. Like, but they're completely judging me. Right? <laughs> and you're just like, okay. Um, but no, I, I think I, I you kind of have to start it off in like the most, not, not that like humility is not involved, but like you have to be in a humble format. It's like, I run a, you know, uh, online women's collagen brand and um, been running it for about four years almost. And uh, prior to that, I was an accountant. Right. Oh, and sure, I was an accounting major. So I like try to put that in their in the preference of them. It's like, hey, listen, like I'm not just somebody who's been running an e-com business. Like I started with a, a very different structure in mind. So then that usually is a good icebreaker. It's like, oh, really? You were an accountant. Right. And then like 100%. from there. It's, a, it's, it's interesting. So we got Ron Shaw, the accountant, <laughs> <laughs> but also founder of Avi. I think a lot of us are curious. How in the hell did you get into this e-commerce world? Because I think a lot of people who are watching this are in the D2C space, a lot of drop shippers, but also D2C guys. And they always see you, like you're big on Twitter. <laughs> you're, you're the guy on Twitter. <laughs> you're, you're one of the Twitter don't, D2C yeah, don't tell Nick Sharma. Don't tell Nick Sharma. Shout out Nick Sharma. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's actually, it's actually a pretty crazy story. Um, so New Jersey native, you guys probably appreciate the story. Uh, back in 20, so I graduated college in 2013, Pace University. And um, myself and my uh, roommate at that time in Pace, we moved out and moved to Jersey City. Nice. Okay? 
couldn't afford New York anymore. Uh, I was working at Deloitte being an accountant and he was a designer working at um, this, uh, this like hype, hype uh, brand or whatever. Um, and we were living in a building called the Beacon, which in Jersey City is like this, building, I know, the old hospital. Okay. Yeah. So um, we are living there. And one day he hops in, my, my roommate hops in the elevator, uh, going to work. Um, Kid Robot, that's the company he used to work at. Um, anyway, so he hops in the elevator and this guy named Uncle Garb, um, he's in the elevator and he goes, hey, what do you do? Just kind of small talk. Uncle's like, I'm a designer. And he's like, oh, well, uh, I run a company. It's actually on the penthouse here. It's called Shreds. Oh, gotcha. Um, and Shreds, uh, for the people who know Arvin Lal from Jersey Shore show and a few other things, right? Um, Shreds was one of the fastest growing supplement brands back in 2013, 2014, and 2015. So um, Uncle goes, oh, well, I'm not really looking for anything. He's a shy, you know, shy coming out of college. Uh, but Uncle's like, you know what? I'll hop by your apartment later on. Uh, we can just, let me see some of your skills, right? Um, so later on that night, uh, Uncle comes back to our apartment. We're in living in the basement floor, like the cheapest and floor. he's in the penthouse. He's in the penthouse. Uh, we're living in the basement floor. And, and because it was an old hospital, we were in the morgue building. Okay. And that's Damn. so like, imagine, <laughs> and we had some crazy, we had some crazy stories of shit we saw. But anyway, um, uncle comes back later that night to our apartment. And he, by the way, he's one of the co-founders of shreds. Um, and he comes back and uncle's like showing him some styles and stuff. He's like, all right, cool. Why don't you do some freelance work for us? Uncle's like, all right, cool. Starts working, starts working with them. A few weeks go by. I see uncle starting to spend some time in the penthouse, this and that. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, what's going on here? Right. Um, he gets a full-time job offer oh, nice. to become their lead graphic designer, All right? And mind you, he's 21 at this point, right? The offer he gets, I think it's like 70K, right? And yeah. it's like, damn, this is good money. And this is pre, pre-inflation days, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. good money. That's good money. It's like um, six figures. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I'm like, damn, dude, this guy went to design school and I'm here like hustling. On his account, yeah. Yeah, yeah on yeah. account. Like he's making just as much as me. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool. Um, and then I... Uh, run into the CFO of the company in the elevator um, probably like two months later. Okay, His name was Sean Dua. And Sean Dua, um, he's also a Jersey guy. Um, and he was a CFO of Shreds. And he goes, hey, um, you know, you're Uncle's roommate, right? By the way, if you're ever looking for a new role, I'm looking for a controller. Controller is the, the equivalent of an accounting position in a, in a, in a uh, startup. Um, so I was like, oh, I don't know this and that. And my dad, he's an accountant too. Okay. He's born at, he's born, he's been at Ernst and Young for the last like 30 years. He's, you know, he's a CFO there. So he's like, he's always kept me very grounded about it. So I tell my dad, I'm like, listen, I got an opportunity to become a controller somewhere. Uh, it's a startup. And he's like, I got to meet the founders. So Your he, dad said that. Yeah. So Jeez, and okay. he's like, if you're going to, if you're going to leave accounting to go work for a startup, I got to meet the guy. I got to meet the guys. <laughs> Damn. So he comes in probably two days later to Jersey city, comes to the penthouse, meets the founders and says, if my son takes this risk, you better take care of him. Um, they give me a job offer to become a controller. Uh, and now me and my roommate are working at shreds. Um, we, f- we joined the company and long story short, um, we were there for almost three years um, and we built at that point, we almost got up to a hundred million dollars in revenue. Uh, we incubated two other brands called Flavor God, which was a seasoning company 
and skinny.com, which we owned, which was a weight loss tea company. Oh, shoot. So Shred, Skinny, and Flavor God are the three brands we worked on. I was Arvin's right-hand man, and Unkit was Uncle's left-hand man. This was like Facebook heyday. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was, this was actually even pre-free Facebook. This was when you would post on Instagram, and whoever would post the most recent would be what's first mm-hmm. on your oh, feed. I see. Chronological so, order. Yeah, chronological order, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So what, Arthur, what, what Arvin had done, he was a mastermind in this, he had created Shreds Women, Shreds for Women, he had created over 30 accounts and farming. They had 30 phones. Jeez. Okay. Wow. And he would, we would, we were a posting schedule. We would be posting like everything was 15 minutes apart. Damn. Every account, every post, every graphic to a point where people were like, dude, I don't even know why I see shreds everywhere. But it's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. Right. Um, and uh, we had a really insane work culture. So this is where my work ethic, I think, came from. You were required to work there nine to six. Okay. You get to go home and shower. You, almost 90% of the company lived in the building. Oh, so if you sure. didn't live in the building, they moved you into the building, paid your rent. Okay? So you go home. Uh, so 9 to 6. Then you go home, shower. Spend some time with, if you have a significant other, or you eat dinner. Most people worked out because they were like fitness company. Um, you come back around 9 p.m. Oh, that makes you come back to work. Yeah, you come back at 9 p.m. and you work till 2 a.m. Six days a week. Your only day off was Saturday. Sounds like a bank. Wow. So that's it, crazy. It was insane. Um, but what I will say is not one person was forced to do it. Mm. Everyone wanted, wanted to do it. Like Imagine that. the Wolf of Wall Street for supplements. So we were like all fired. Like we had we didn't even know another world existed outside of this. Our best friends worked there. Our our bosses worked there. Our wives or our girlfriends knew we were doing this. Like this was the exit, right? So like um, we worked those hours, we got paid bank. Like I was making six figures as a twenty-one-year-old. You're loving you know? life. <laughs> um, yeah, you're like you're like, dude, I'm on top of the world. Um, I got promoted to basically become running marketing because mm. as I was a controller on my second shift, as a controller, what the hell do I do? Like I finished the accounting, <laughs> I finished all the accounting, but I was always asked a lot of questions. I'd be like, wait, I saw this come up in the accounting books. Like, why are you spending this again? And I keep asking Arvin and be like, you know what? At this point, just come at the night shift and like come and ask me questions. And he liked it because it made him think more I instead see. of spending. So then all my questions turned into, all right, now I'm learning marketing, right? And I'm enjoying it. So then at, uh, after a year or two, I was, ba- I was running the entire marketing department under Arvin. So you went from accounting to marketing. Accounting and marketing. Quick. That was wow. my shift. It was because of the night shift. The night shift. Um, yeah, the night shift taught me marketing. So uh, I was fully self-learned. I never took a marketing class or anything. So that was really like the start of startups, work ethic, and like seeing a nine-figure brand grow in front of your eyes. Literally in your house. Yeah. That's literally. nuts. Literally. It's like serendipitous. You just it's found these guys in the elevator. Wild. That's crazy. It's, that's, so it's one thing that we just talked to Dan Snow about. Is he said like one of my biggest regrets was that I never had the opportunity to work for someone who was doing what I wanted to do yep. to where I could basically like learn risk-free a lot earlier and like not have to face and some, get like, paid for it and all yeah, that. And not have yeah. to face it's, some like the failures and the trials and tribulations. And like, look, like looking back, it's really just like an, an ego game. It's like, Oh, do I want to say that I'm an entrepreneur or do I want to go like in the That's trenches right. and, and be humble and work for someone? But like, ex- you know, now when I am ready to launch my brand, it's going to accelerate that process so much more. And, and what year was all this happening? 
So we we started there 2013, and we were there till about 2016. Okay, and then from there you made Avi. No, from no. there uh, <laughs> he said no, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, from there, um, so myself and Ankit, we're we're he's he's my best man. My wedding, he's, he was my best friend in college. Um, we both and my third partner Ashwin, which okay. you know, yeah, uh, he also worked there. So he's he's two years younger than us. He came over from London. He's my wife's childhood best friend. Oh, sure. So he came over and he's like, yo, whatever you're doing, I see you post about it all the time. I want to come and join it. So I brought him onto our team. Um, he became one of the best paid marketers I've ever seen, right? Wow. Um, and so he was in the shreds thing too. So then me, Ankit, and Ashwin, um, we basically, at, at 2016, when you're working two shifts a night, six days a week for three years, you feel like you've been there for 10 years. So after three years, we were like, all right, dude, like, I think even though we love this, we need a change because there has got to be more to this, right? We were, when we were making lofty six figures, like, and, and Arvin was so generous, like good bonuses, great stuff. But the company also made some mistakes. Mm -hmm. The company made a lot of mistakes around spending too much on athletes, thinking that they can keep holding value. But what you don't realize is if your influencer doesn't grow, they can only grow you so much. It's the right? same audience over and over again. Same yeah. audience over and over again. So when we saw in 2016 that the tides were shifting a little, we basically said, all right, if this doesn't keep going the way it is, what do we want to do next? Mm. So from there, we said, what if we took everything we learned here? Ankit knows design and branding. Ash knows paid marketing. And I know finance and ops. Technically speaking, us three had the entire fundamental coverage that you need for a company. For sure. So we said, um, starting a brand would be great, right? And uh, we were like, but what if we could actually keep learning stuff? So what we did was we started a marketing agency. Okay. And uh, it was called Ghost3 Media. Okay. And the, and the concept was, was we're not really going to tell anyone we're doing this, but we're really doing this because we want to keep learning. So it's called ghosts because we're like, we're oh, ghosts. No one sees yeah, us. No yeah, one yeah. sees us. It was so, you know, it was childish. <laughs> Behind the shadows. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then we put in three because it's just the three of us. Um, so anyway, <laughs> 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 so um, we started this agency and we're like, all right, why don't we work with a couple of people and we're going to start our own brand quickly, but let's go see if we can like keep learning a little bit more. Um, we got a couple of clients. Our first client was actually Venus of Floor, which is a luxury oh, yeah. uh, flower yeah. company. They're from Jersey, uh, too, right? They're from Jersey, yeah, 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 yeah. sunny and... Um, yeah, Jersey City, right? Yeah, well, they were in... Uh, they're in... They're, they not live in Cali, but they lived in Edgewater. Edgewater, got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In That's the Pearl. Brand. In the Pearl, Damn. yeah. Um, Small world, shit. Yeah. Jersey got yeah. some people, yeah. Yeah, man, Jersey's got some real... <laughs> <laughs> like Bergen Bur 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 yeah, serious yeah, warriors, yeah. man. Like, innovative warriors, you know? Seriously. So there was one of our first clients, uh, started scaling them. This was like way before they even like were like a thing. Like we were like one of their first marketers, scaled them really fast. Um, from there, another client that we did was Booty Belt. It was Kate Hudson's um, um, training system. Interesting. Um, and then we did another brand called Sparta Nutrition, okay. which was a pretty large supplement brand. Aloha. Hooked on Phonics and a few other brands. So you had some good names on. Dude. With some good yeah, names. Um, and we, what we were is we actually never had a single employee in our agency. It was just the three Damn. of us. The three ghosts. Just three ghosts. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Keep it lean. Keep, we kept it lean and we literally could cover everything. Yeah, you had the, um, all, all parts of all it. All parts yeah. of it, right? It was like a factory. 
So, and then Flex Pro Meals, which is a, a that was our, oh, yeah. our, our, one of our largest clients. Um, we got them from uh, about six, seven figures to almost deep eight figures. Um, and that was all Ushin's work. Like he was an insane paid marketer. So um, anyway, we ran that agency for three years. Um, big names, learned a lot. But the biggest lesson we learned was no matter how much we build for others, they always think they're good enough at some point without you. And they want to just... That's it. Yeah. As soon as our retainers would get to six figures, right? Or like when we're billing, because we were a performance marketing agency. So we said, hey, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. we'll do all the work, but we want to be part of the growth. We don't want you to just pay us 5K and we do everything mediocre. As we scale this bad boy. We, yes, yeah. we want it. So as soon as we'd hit like, like literally six-figure retainers, that's it. People are like, oh, damn. And I get it. I would yeah. be like that too. Uh, but what sucks is they quickly forget everywhere you came from. Right? You brought some of these companies we brought from 10K a month to a million a month. Yeah. So um, anyway, we ran that for three years. In 2019, we said, okay, We've been working together for so many years. We're best friends. Um, what we've always wanted to do was start our own brand. Let's take everything we've learned from shreds, agency, every piece of like, we literally had to dial down to a science and let's do everything you're supposed to do and do and make sure we avoid everything you're not supposed to do and build a brand. And that's when we started Opti. Damn. So you like, you you went through the trenches. We went through the trend. Like, it's like, I, I, the reason I won't say trenches is I think in each of our scenario, in each scenario, we lived really well. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Do you know what oh, I mean? For sure, it was, for sure. it was like, but we worked really hard. Yeah. Like even, even though we made, started making six figures really early in our life, it didn't change the fact that like, like, yeah, we had nice things, this and that, that didn't matter. It was like, it didn't change the fact that like, we felt like we were done. It was like, okay, this came so easy. Now what you want is so much more than none of this stuff like 100%. You know, like even like when we talk about like the sponsorship podcast stuff, yeah. it's like it's cool, but it's <laughs> like you've seen that and it's like all right, now what do I really like how how do you get the the, the next big, the next the next the one. whale. The yeah, whale. There's always a whale. <laughs> the whale. <laughs> the whale. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I don't even know where to go with that after yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of places we can go. <laughs> No, that's that's awesome though. Like I have a marketing agency as well, and that's like one of the one one of the big incentives to do that was I actually started in brand building and got to a point where I was like decent at that, but I was like, but I didn't fall in love with the product development process or like you know getting the creatives or like the operations. I was just like I just like the marketing. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna build a team to where I can take on opportunity as it comes and not be confined because like a lot of people I had built a little you know small little personal brand a lot of like. Younger guys wanted to like, had a store that was doing 10 or 20K a month. And we're like, I've seen you do like a million dollars a month. Can you like, can we partner together for like profit share? I'm like, I don't really do that. Yeah. And there's like 50 people asking me. I'm like, I don't have 50 hours in a day. I don't even have like, you know, I don't have a lot of time. So I'm like, how can I figure out a way to create a system around it and hire a team and then take on projects as they go? And now, you know, we finally started doing that. But, you know, we also face, and I can ask you about your acquisition methods because I'm, I'm fascinated on how, that was versus today's Today. acquisition because the marketing space has become so much more like competitive. But like the first couple of clients we brought on were all like, you know, inbound referrals. And now it's like, we're, you know, we, 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 it's funny cause we actually had a couple of sales calls, like big supplement brands doing like a million a month. They're like, all right, we want to get to like 2 million a month. 
And I'm like, I've scaled one of my one of my own brands, which was like drop shipping to two million a month. I'm like, if you're already at a million, like that that's that's our bread and butter. Like yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll take you to two. But it's just like, but we're like, oh, but we don't have a lot of case studies. It's like it's just my like dinky little six figure a month drop shipping stores that do like four hundred k, six hundred k, one point eight million, whatever. And it's like like that's all pretty cool, but yeah. You know, How did you get all these big? Brands talk to me about the acquisition. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, New Money Talks fam? Quick one for our sponsors over at Limitless Financial Solution. James Jang and his team have helped over a thousand people fix their credit or acquire the necessary business funding that they needed to be able to deploy that into passive income streams. And so if you are a business owner looking to fix your credit or acquire business funding of any kind, definitely make sure to check the link below this video and make sure that when you reach out to James, you mention that new money talk sent you so you can get that new money talks discount. James has helped over a thousand people fix their credit or acquire funding. And cumulatively, he has helped his clients generate over 15 million in business funding. So if you need funding or you need credit fixing, James is your guy at Limitless Financial Solutions. So check out that link. Mention that New Money Talk sent you. Back to the podcast. Um, so I think for us, what our past of being at Shreds that and skinny and flavor god i'm i can't lie to you like that is it, it's like right now when we're doing our podcast right what helps us is what we've built i think when you've built something that had a little bit of like widespread notoriety it it instantly attaches itself mm-hmm. to you yeah. right and even if like you had a lot to do with it or you didn't i i think you, it's, it's how you use it right so I think it's like, it, it's definitely tougher for where like, where you build weren't technically brands, they were products, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it's like tougher to be attached to a product because people are like, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I'm really close to the guy who created Asking on TV, right? Oh, shit. Um, okay. AJ, he's right here in New Jersey. Um, and I think even with him, right, he, he sometimes has this piece where it's like, he's created so many products, right? And Thank God he's known for the ass scene on TV logo. But otherwise, this guy has made nine figures. He's worth a billion dollars, right? Jeez. But he would never be remembered for anything because he just created a bunch of cool products. So no brand. He's never built yeah. brand. Yeah. Okay? Ass scene on TV luckily became a good brand. But um, point of what I was saying is, is I think bec- because we had the power of, of being affiliated to a brand, that, that helped. I think some of the, even the marketers, people who, who shifted to marketing agencies that have gotten really good acquisition quickly is are people who worked at some big brands, right? Even if it's like as a consultant or something and they said like, hey, I had a hand in building trough mm-hmm. or I had a hand in building this, that leverage becomes very powerful because people are very short-sighted. They see a name that they know. A big brand logo. Big brand cool. logo. Yeah. They'll connect that and say, cool. So back then... We're coming fresh off of shreds. Like you were in a way, we were like hot commodity. Cause it's like, you wanna see nine, nine figures built in three years? There's yeah. nobody that's gonna be able to show you that. I've seen the ad accounts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've seen the exactly. ad accounts. Exactly. Yeah, I can do the same thing for you type that's of thing. Exactly it, right? That's exactly right. And you crazy. got the screenshots, you got the yeah. conversations, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and you have something to show for it. So that helped. Yeah. Um, acquisition today, I think it's like, again, you have to have, I, I don't think you have to have it. Uh, you can also just be a really fucking good marketer. Um, but I think it is easier if you're affiliated to some set of success mm-hmm. that's affiliated to our brand. 
hundred percent. Yeah, I, I want to talk about Avi now too because I think that's the next like big step here. Yeah. Like, everyone like knows you like about Avi, right? Yeah, like, yeah Avi. Yeah. So like like you said, it's like a woman's collagen, collagen brand. Women's right? collagen. What yep. the hell is collagen? First, yeah, before? thank you. <laughs> that's the first big yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so collagen. A lot of people don't know this, but it's the most abundant protein in your body. Okay. okay. So it's actually imagine like Elmer's glue. Okay. That holds your hair, skin, nails, and joints together. Okay. So anytime you're like pinching your cheeks or like pulling your hair, the reason it doesn't just like always come out is actually this elasticity is coming from collagen. Interesting. Okay. Now the reason why your hair falls when you get older or your nails get brittle when you get older or your skin gets saggy when you get older or your joints start hurting when you get older is because your body loses 1% of collagen per year after the age of 25. Oh, damn. Okay? So a lot of people, like, don't realize this until they're, like, 50, and now a third of the bot, third of, of, of their collagen is gone. Sure. And that's why do you hear, like, people in their 60s get knee surgeries? Why do you hear people in their 50s get Botox? Right? Why do people go start getting more manicures done? Because their stuff starts sagging, sagging and everything. Sagging oh man. Yeah. So when we, because we were in the health and wellness space, when we wanted to create a brand, um, we were like, we don't want to just create another whey protein and pre-workout. There's enough whey proteins and pre-workout. Yeah, there is. Right? What problem can we solve that hasn't been solved? Okay. Now we weren't the first collagen. There's been plenty of collagen mm-hmm. out there. But collagen has pretty much been a very boring topic, right? It's like what you just asked me, what the hell is collagen? It just sounds crazy. Yeah, what the hell is this shit? You don't know what collagen is, but can you believe it's it's the most important protein in your body, right? So what we wanted to do was if we made collagen sexy and pink, and pink, I was about to say the branding pink, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Would people care more? And our hypothesis was, if we make it fun, pink, tasty, sexy, all these things, right? We think that collagen consumption will go up. And so that was our hypothesis and Obvi is trying to prove, prove that through a thesis. Damn. So, and then, and then early on, had you uh, like come up, like did you raise any money for this in the beginning? Did you take money out of your pocket? Like, no, we each put in $3,300 each. So I love it. And what, did you buy one product? Like- so we bought two products and it was 240 units each. Oh, Jeez, that's that's, wow. a, that's a pretty small MOQ right there. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was uh, in NutriCap in, in Georgia. Um, their minimum run was actually 128 units. Damn. We really balled out and got... <laughs> balled <laughs> out. Yeah, we went, uh, up. went double. We said, we'll take double on both. <laughs> when, when you were launching this, right, like, what was your thought process? Like, Facebook ads, like, influencers? Like, what, what were you thinking through? Our thought process was, we've done this okay. many, many times for many other brands. We're going to stick to what we know. Build a killer website... At that point, there was no landing pages, really good website, really good ads. And from day one, usually people like start a brand, they wait for friends and family to buy, they'll like wait for organic. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. We ran ads like 1201, we launched at midnight, we launched a brand. 1202, our ads were running. Makes sense. Like, Spending. It was yep. instant. 
Um, so we spent on Facebook. It's, it's kind of funny, right? Because like I think it's a big thing in like DTC. People who are starting DTC think that like uh, I can just organically get sales. It's like literally, it's like Facebook. Yeah, like Instagram, Facebook, just buy the ads, cut to the chase. Like waste time. Literally, unless you have a creator or a good influencer backing the brand or from day one. Like do both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, I have a question. So, like, how come you didn't buy like a hundred grand worth of inventory? Why did you start with such a small? It's, I think it's genius. Most people should be doing it, but most yeah. people don't. Like, why did you? What was your thought process? Am I testing this? Like, what was the real thought process behind it? Our thought process was we're doing something so disruptive, which is if you look at every collagen first of all in the market, it's unflavored. They look pharmaceutical. They're like boring looking. Mm. When you do something on the opposite spectrum, even if you have faith in your abilities on how to market it, you can still be at question of like, will anyone want this? That's yeah. true. Right? Do people want fruity cereal tasting collagen? Do they want cocoa puff looking collagen? Like, <laughs> you know, do they want this? Like our, it was pretty bizarre what we were doing. So that brought us down to like, okay, let's go test this. Yep. And when we, when we looked into it and we said, wait, we can test this for 10,000 bucks. Why would we put an hundred grand even though we exactly? Yeah, yeah. Did you test anything else, or was this like the first one? So we we came up with so many different ideas. Um, one of the I remember one of the ideas was um, actually we did test something else, but one of the other ideas was Unkit, uh, my partner. He wanted to focus on creating a subscription around just white tees. Okay. White tees, interesting. Um, every three months, you get five new white tees. And at that point, it was like... like t-shirts or like... T-shirts. Oh, I thought like tea, like white tea. <laughs> no, I was no, like, no, Earl, no. green, green tea, tea t-shirts. t-shirts. He was like, you know, guys wear a lot of white tees. That's fair. This and that. They get worn out quickly, right? Let's get cheap yeah, ones yeah, yeah. that we know I don't know anyway. So we were looking into that. Uh, we didn't come out with that. The one brand we did test is uh, we created a clothing company called Tunnel. T-U-N-N-U-L. And the concept was... Um, we wanted to do kind of like underground clothing that had motivational stuff. So nice. every day you fight, this and that. Uh, we did that, probably spent like 5K on it. But Avi makes was, a lot more sense than that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> that one was like, just like a gimmick thing that we did where we realized like, okay, we don't know how to run ads on a barrel and this and that. So yeah. just start throwing that I, I think it's good that you bring this stuff up because like people see you online, like, oh, this guy is, $40 million in whatever years. I know you guys like say all these like yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. like all this stuff. And it's like, you failed on shit before. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you started with like 10 racks. You didn't start with like millions of dollars. You know yeah. what I mean? So for the average person out there who is like 25, 26, has yeah. some stupid accounting job that he wants to quit right now. Yeah, yeah. Like it only takes 10 grand. Exactly. And like you, a lot of work. And, and a lot of work, obviously a lot of work, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of thought process and like taking risk, but like it doesn't take millions and millions of dollars to kind of find something that works. And even at, in the landscape right now that we're in, in like D2C, yeah. it's still possible to find that pocket of like a need in, in the market. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah, we were we were 27 and Ash was 25. There you go. We started yeah. Hobby, you know, like um, even though we had made some money, it had nothing to do with how you start a business. Mm-hmm. You know, fundamentally starting a business, it has to come down to like, what is your risk propensity? Mm-hmm. And, and is it like a really proven out concept? And if it's not, just test it. 100%. You know, um, I was listening to this podcast, um, How I Built This. Yeah. And this guy, Raz, guy yeah. yeah, Guy Raz. And um, the Chomps founder, mm-hmm. the, the Beef Sticks, mm-hmm. um, he, does this, he does something really cool where he actually creates a fake product completely that he wants to bring to market. He'll run. Ads on Shopify. He'll run ads on Shopify. Mm-hmm. 
He'll have them landing page, this and that. He'll take orders, okay? Just to see what his customer acquisition cost would be on a new product like this. And if people will even buy it, after seven days, he'll refund, refund everyone. Them. That's 100%. so smart. He'll refund everyone and he'll say, okay, let's move along with R&D on this product. That's genius. Or he'll yeah. kill it. I, I think even Moyes Ali said something like that too. Oh, when did when he? we started like native and everything, he yeah. was like saying stuff like that. Like I would just like put a landing page up, run yeah. ads to it. And like, if it worked, great. If it didn't that's work. so smart. You just wasted like, I don't know, a thousand dollars. Yeah, a couple grams. I yeah. I mean, like that's, I Genius. wish we even did that, you know, 100%. like you save so much on inventory and samples and all this stuff Everything. And, and time too. Everything. You don't waste yeah. like two months waiting for the, really the only money you're wasting on is maybe a little bit of content creation yeah, that's and true. processing fees that you have to refund. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no harm, yeah. no foul. Yeah. So, Damn. so like from my, from like finalized idea of Obvi to your first order, what was that time window look like? Yeah. Um, so January we started with like R and D. Um, by March, we had figured out the product. April, Unkit designed it. Um, May, we built the website. June 1st, we launched. Okay. Six months. Six months. Yeah. Like this, this guy's getting on my ass for one of my brands in yeah. his warehouse. And I'm like, dude, like it takes a couple months to like yeah, get I'm things going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not dropping these things. Like, text. I answer like three seconds. Uh, I'm yeah, like, yo, yeah, come on. I'm like, I'm like, I had to get like 20 different samples of like just our first SKU. Yep. I yep. had to get, you know, the logo, the design, yeah, the website. Like I have stuff in my work for like a month. I'm like, Kyle, like, I have a whole like, like influencer and organic like content distribution oh, acquisition system being built out. I'm like, just give me like another month or two yeah. we're, and we're going to be at six figures plus a month, you know? Yeah. Even my employees are like, yo, what's Kyle doing? Like, get that thing pumping. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, this is e-commerce Kyle. Why isn't he pumping right now? <laughs> I'm like, it takes time. But a lot of people think like, uh, there's a lot of people right now who are undergoing this transitional phase of like, oh, I used to drop ship. I made some money. Maybe I lost some money, but now I want to build a real brand. But they're like, what does that actually look like? Because yeah. it looks intimidating. And it's like, in reality, you just have to like, you have to give it a couple of months from like design, inception, samples, you know, inventory and like go small in the inventory, but like try to not have that process be like years because exactly. you don't even know if the pro- product's going to work. I think the other big thing to realize is like when you are deciding to build a brand versus build a product, um, the commitment on the brand side actually all starts in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if you like rush anything, whether it's the initial content or the label or any part of that, it will catch up with you. It'll catch up to you very quickly. Like even at Obvi, like there's a couple of like products that we had, like we launched kids call, uh, kids, uh, protein. Okay. Like probably six months into starting the brand. Okay. Because we saw a lot of moms buying our collagen. We said, Hey, why don't we also sell products to their kids? Mm-hmm. Great idea. We were so caught up in the fact that it was a great idea. We rushed you half-assed the it. hell yeah. out of the product, yeah. okay? Till this day, I look back and say, if we took an extra three to six months in perfecting that product launch, we would probably have like something that would be next to Pediashore right now. Wow. You know, because we would have double sold the market. Mm, yeah. if, a mom's, if moms are buying collagen, they would buy this for their kids. For their kids. Right? Moms are telling other moms. Exactly. Moms are the best referral network. 100%. So when we look back, it's like, even when you're building brands, even if you hit some crazy numbers and stuff, there's so many things you learn across the road that's like, damn, you know? Jeez. So, like, so you, June you launched, right? 
Yep, June 2019. 2019. That's right. Okay, so then from June to like December, what 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 do we look like? Yeah, we did we did um, we did about 170k. Okay. Um, and our our biggest thing was is like because we kept ordering very small amounts. So mm-hmm. our first order called 256 units. Our next order was like a thousand. Our next order was like three thousand, and we'd sell through it quickly. And then we would sell out for like two, three weeks at a time, right? And what we noticed when this was not on purpose initially, notice what people were like, where is it? Where is it? Where, <laughs> where is, is it? it? <laughs> and we're like, huh, this is pretty cool. Like people are, you know. So um, by the end of the year, what we projected, we probably would have done like 300, 400K had we been like properly in stock and scaling. Mm-hmm. We said, that's fine. Because what happened was we realized, wait, if we sell out of these things ever, they'll build so much hype. Because when we do a restock, it would sometimes do as much revenue as a launch. Damn. Yeah. And so we're like, wait, that's a cool way to make double the money on a single SKU. How, how do you guys like, uh, I think a lot of people are scared when they go out of stock. Yeah. And like people are hyped. Like the hype just kind of like dissipates. Like how do you guys like hold it in a sense yeah so i think the way we do it is we're very authentic with the restock dates oh so you actually say a day oh we say it right away like hey this is coming back this date Mm. okay we're gonna do a limited restock just for vip people if you sign up this or get our app or this or that and and then we follow that like we only give it to some people on for, for certain days interesting and um because there's so much authenticity there people trusted and so it didn't dissipate because it wasn't like, damn, these people just came out with one product once and then barely ever heard from them again. We'd even update them via email and text and be like, hey, listen, it's coming soon. Get ready if you have What apps are you guys up. using for that? Uh, we're uh. using, I love it. Uh, well, we're using Tapcart for our app. Tapcart. Uh, we're using uh, Postscript for, sure. for text and That's then Clavio for email. email. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have to ask that. You have to, yeah. of course. Yeah. I love, I love all three of them. Value for everybody on, on like literally like these are like just easy ways to just add like LTV like easy. lower CAC like all oh, the whole nine on, on these easy. things you know what I mean easy money yeah yeah easy money stuff like just literally plugging apps yeah. on Shopify yeah. yeah got you and during those first six months were you guys profitable yeah we're profitable uh, we did about ten percent profit how the hell did you pull that off so it's just the three of us we never hired mm-hmm. anyone um, so we had no overhead okay uh, we were not taking any money at this time. Um, and then we were not in an office. So our only costs were inventory and marketing. And Facebook. Yeah, and Facebook. Yeah, like yeah, just yeah, yeah. marketing spend and inventory. So pretty much your CAC was lower than like your LT, like your uh, AOV. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. even LTV, your AOV. The AOV, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Our, our CAC at that time was like probably like 28, 30 bucks. Um, LTV was sitting at 70. Yeah. So we were first order profitable. Um, and then... I think what was really good too is we started building a community. So our retention was really strong. How'd you build the community? What'd you do? We created a Facebook group. Yep. Um, and I think till this day, it's the best place to create a community. Even if you're like Gen Z or, 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 or lower level millennial, uh, Facebook is still the best. Like we still go to Facebook for Shopify plus groups yeah. or these groups. Like it, it, they're going to be there because it's the best forum. Funny enough, like uh, back when I was running a brand too, I saw Brent, I don't know if you know, Schoolyard Snacks. Yeah. They had yeah. a really- I know Helen really well. Helen, yeah, yeah. Really killer, like, Facebook group. Yep. And I had read the book. What book did I read? Um, it's like how to get to, like, a million dollars a year or something like that. 
Um, and it's all about like using influencers to get to there. Yeah. And it was all about like building community with Facebook groups. And then I spoke to Helen and she was like, yeah, you gotta make a Facebook group. It's yep. like the best thing in the world. It is. And then we even like did on top of that, we made like a YouTube channel that was only like exclusively for like the Facebook group and stuff like that. Yep. And just like, like you said, builds community. They start knowing who you are. Like yep. they start posting the products, like all this type of like crazy stuff. And you're it's like, wild. wow, like it's actually wild. It's wild. How, how big is the community right now on Facebook? 65,000 women. Jeez. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. It's, and like, uh, it's the email list. That's a Facebook. I, I'm yeah. actually curious because, like, I know Facebook's changed a lot. Like, when yeah. you post on there, do people like see it? Like, is there oh, a lot yeah. of engagement on there? So it's not a it, it's not a Facebook fan page, right? It's a Facebook no, group. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, we've kept it um, extremely like extremely organic. We don't do like sales and stuff too much in there. We also have um, a group of eight admins and moderators. Oh damn! Um, they don't. We don't pay them. They just work for free product. Oh shit! Um, wow. So there's a lot of like just posting, organic posting. Yeah. Just a lot of like. Where um, do they post though? Just like here's my thing of Avi. Like, it's not even. The, it's not. It's not here's my thing. It's like yeah, you can eat, drink, or bake with collagen. So there's a lot of recipes. I like um, that recipe. But there's also a lot of like sharing of results, mm. like. Wow, here's my hair. I just grew some new baby hairs. Oh, or wow, like I haven't gone to a manicure in like I mean I had to re-get my manicure like for many weeks. And then there are people like, damn, I just took the fat burner and I got a headache. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We don't delete that stuff. Yeah. Because 20 other people will come in on there and be like, oh no, that means you haven't drank enough water. Or oh, oh did you take this before damn. you ate? So yeah. negative feedback fuels positive reaction. Jeez. Which is like really powerful. So when we see a negative post get posted, we like we take our popcorn out and we're like, let's wow. watch this. So if we we actually love the negative posts in there, and you'll see like thousands of women just fire up. That's insane. That's awesome. Like, first of all, women is like the best thing to be selling to online. That is one thing yeah. I 100 percent agree. Right? Like they I, spend the money forever. I'm gonna yeah, be yeah. selling. I'm gonna have women brands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just so powerful, it, and it's not even because they're easy to sell to. It's because they actually care mm -hmm. to react about the product. Right. Think about the last time we reacted on anything as, you yeah. know, as men, like we won't even like even our favorite clothing brands would be like, yo, it's dope, right? And you'll tell it to your friend and that's it. You know, like, like when have you ever left a review? Yeah. <laughs> you, know? like, you just won't. And it sucks um, because there's like insane men skincare companies. There's like insane men clothing companies that don't get the validation or UGC they deserve. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, that's genius. So like the Facebook groups, like yeah. that's yeah. People can still do that to this day. To yeah. this day, hundred percent. Actually, how do you incentivize people to like get into the group though? Because like I knew there used to be a hack that if you liked a Facebook page, you can you invite, invite everyone. Them. Yeah, it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work. Right? It didn't even work when we did it. Actually. Oh, it didn't work when yeah. you do it. For, no, uh, for us it used to work a lot. So I used to run ads yeah. for likes. I used to get like have a meme and like run like a basic ad, like ten dollars and just invite everyone. Likes and just invite everyone, and it's they would very join. Smart. Very smart. Yeah, yeah. But like now it doesn't work. So like, how do you get people in there? We did it where when we launched our third flavor, okay. cinnamon cereal, we said the only what way. Are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm worried about your collagen. Give the man some collagen. He needs a promo code. I work out too much. I'm that was wild. Though. Like, I saw his neck there. <laughs> give him a give him twenty dollars off, Bobby. Please. Yo, that's Ready? a short for sure. Right, right. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Damn. Jesus. I'm a crack addict. He needs collagen. Yeah, crack addict. <laughs> All right, go on, go on. Uh, no, it's uh, it's crazy because when we launched our third flavor, we said the only way you can get it, you join our group. That's crazy. Like um, emails. Huh? Like you email market them and say like we email market them, we SMS and we say the only way you can get the link 
is in the or group. Access is in the group. And people would go. People would go. That's people would stupid. join. Until this day, every launch we do, like tomorrow, if you guys are around, tune in to our um, Facebook community. Me and Ash can go live. We're going to say we're, we're launching a new flavor, golden milk latte. Um, and we're going to launch it exclusively on Sunday in the community first. It's where you get the best deals. It's only where you can get access to the link. And then after that, we'll open up to the public a week later. Oh, so you're doing like exclusivity to the max. Oh, to the max, yeah. Oh, you, ever, you ever have any like feminists that are like, oh, this is run by like three men. Like, what oh, do you know dude, about women's like health? Three Indian guys. What in New Jersey? Like, what the hell? Literally. Guys. Yeah, and yeah. this movement too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's wild, man. Like sometimes like Ash and I will get on there and it's like, it's like 55-year-old Caucasian women from the Midwest buying our product, right? And it's like two Indian brown men, right, from New Jersey selling product. But I think there's two there's two parts to it that, that works right here is like, one, we're being super authentic, right? We go on there and we're like, guys, we get it. You're looking at two guys selling women collagen, right? Selling women on the idea of collagen. Um, and that too, we're probably not the same skin color as you and we're this and that. But here's what we've done in our past. Here's what we know. Here's why we study these ingredients, right? Um, so let's put everything aside. The only thing we care about is the fact that we give you a good product that works. And now, four hundred thousand customers later, I think we're able to at least That's drop, a flex right you know, there. drop a little drop bit, like, four hundred thousand, you know, like yeah. to like to leverage that and be like, hey, yeah. listen, like we've we've affected this many lives. Like, let's put everything else aside and just work on this together. So I think. That's that's really the meaning of community, right? Is working on things together. Well, you're not really a community otherwise. So that's how we preach it. Um, but dude, like it is so weird for us to like even sign off our names on like emails sometimes or like yeah. on the about us page. It's like three Indian guys, you know, like it's it's it is really odd because you have this like not imposter syndrome, but some syndrome where yeah. you're like, damn, I don't even fit into my own company, you know? hundred yeah. percent. But I think if you go at it like super apparent from the beginning, now like we know like birthdays of some of our community members. Like they know when my kid was born, I just got gifts sent home to my house. Oh, like wow. it was like these people are super close to us now. They call us Ash and Ron. Like you know they they wish us happy birthday. Like so it just turned into a, just a. Well, you've changed their, some of their lives, like yeah. you said. Yeah, They're growing yeah. hair, growing nails. Like stuff. it's a it's a favor, right? Like Literally. I'm doing something. And if it works for you, just give me the respect back. 100%. And let's spread the word. Damn. That's so, crazy. That's the exchange. I'm, that's cool. I'm, I'm curious too, like, we're at like 2020-ish. Like, how did you start going? Yeah. Because like, how much have you guys done in revenue? I think it's a lot of public stuff. You guys have done like mil- tens of millions. Yeah. So, so we did, we are, 2020, we did 5.2 million. Jeez. Um, and then 2021, we did 19 and a half million. Um, and then 2022, we did just under 17 million. We had to slow down because of supply chain. This year, we're on track to do about 22, 24 million. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, the, the rise of 2020 was all Ash. Like, that's where, like, he got plugged in. Just and we, we just, like, I just had to make sure inventory was there. Um, we started launching more SKUs. We started doing drops. Um, and we just said, like, all right, if people are liking this idea, let's run it up. Um, 2021 is when it got really fun. 2021, we did 26 product launches. There's only 12 months in the year. Yeah. So we Damn, did. So you're doing like two over one two, every two weeks. We Jeez. had one every two weeks. Um, 
we got it to a point where we almost were like the supreme of collagen. Like, you know how supreme does all these like random drops? Yeah. We were dropping anything. Like we would drop a flavor, it would sell out. And in some, like we drop everything at Sunday at midnight. So these women are staying awake Saturday, 11.59 p.m., <laughs> forming a virtual line. Virtual line. Yeah, on our website, right? To get, to buy collagen. So the only cool part about this is they're staying awake to buy something healthy for themselves. That's good. Yeah, that's right? Good thing, yeah. But like this, it was insane. It was blowing our mind because like we dropped like on December peppermint mocha. You have thousands of orders. Um, our best was um, we had Entenmann's, our collab. Um, we were doing $1,000 a minute. $1,000 a minute? Yeah. Um, in revenue. And that's when it was like, okay. Wait, Entenmann's is... like the do- like little donuts and everything yeah, too, right? Yeah, So we're the official. That's kind of ironic, but yeah. Yeah, yeah we're the, exactly. We're the official <laughs> licensee uh, Damn, for three congrats. years with them. So um, that, that was really cool to see that come alive too. Damn, $1,000 a minute. Yeah. That, that was, must feel good. It was, it was like, it was something that you like, it's, you almost feel like you're in the matrix at some point. Cause you're like, wait, everything you thought of is actually happening. And you just stop feeling, you kind of stop feeling anything. Cause you're just like, Oh, what, what the hell do I feel now? Right. Cause when you, when what you think the pinnacle actually is there in front of you, you don't, you've never thought above that yet. So you're in it. And you're just like, Oh my God. Oh my oh, shit. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit. And there's no other feeling. You're just empty, bare bone out, 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 out of that. So it's really cool to see that. Damn. So what's next for Avi? Like what's the, what's, what's the up and coming stuff right now? You're working yeah. On? So we just found out a couple of weeks ago that we're rolling out to Walmart, uh, August, uh, August 1st to 4,100 stores, um, for three SKUs. So what's next for Avi is I think retail. 100%. Um, and taking this D to C brand that's done, you know, 40 million plus in revenue now, um, and try and bring an extra nine figure somehow from retail. Damn, that's crazy. Good for you guys. That's up. Let's see. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a whole yeah. different beast. We're still only eight people. Um, How'd you guys so, do that too? Only eight people. That, that's like a small team. Yeah. So the, our concept of our team is um, we don't really like titles and all that. Like we cringe even when someone calls a CEO and all yeah. that shit. Like what we look at is like everyone who, everyone we hire and there's pros and cons to this, but everyone we hire is a CEO of their own department. Okay. So if we hire someone in finance, you're running finance. That's it. Don't How, even ask me. Don't like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, if you're a video editor, you're handling production. Like that's it. There is nothing else. If you're a CMO, this brand, this, and, and customer service too. Like people say like, I have a customer service rep. No, we have a customer service manager rep. Ain't new money talks fam. Sorry for the interruption, but Hey, we got to pay the bills somehow. I want to thank and shout out one of our sponsors, Winden. Winden is a brand new bank. One of the best people out there. If you're using the boring TD Bank, Chase, PNC, Bank of America, you got to stop. Check out Wyndham Bank. They have a bunch of great rewards, credit card points, um, fully transparent pricing, easy dashboards. Pretty much for the uh, new money guys out there and girls out there, this is the best bank to use. Check out the link in our description. Get, uh, hit the link, hit them up, tell them new money talk sent you. And uh, that's about it, boys. Back to the podcast all in one right she does customer service one person does all the customer service answers all the tickets everything like thousands of tickets 200 tickets a day good for her yeah that's not that much honestly you guys probably have good you have good product good service we have yeah we have a really good really good product good service so like that's not that much 200 yeah yeah and our our refund rates under one percent damn so 
um, it helps to have a good infrastructure. So I, I, I think if we had a lot of loot, like kind of leaky holes, then we'd probably have to hire to fill those holes. We kind of patched the holes from the beginning. Now, the negatives of this is it's really hard to take on something like retail or to start thinking of like explosive growth past like 20 million. Past like D to C. Yeah, yeah. Because, or even within D to C, like past 20 million, because the amount of capital that you need, the uh, inventory, infrastructure, you the amount more content you need to spend more on ads, like everything becomes a lot more. And that's when you look around and you're like, who can I give more work to right now? You can't. Because everyone's like the CEO at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Damn. Exactly. And that's where you're at right now. You're that's, like, that's 100% our growing pain right now. Damn. Got you. Got yeah. you. It's very hard to envision. This is one of the next challenges that I'm facing. It's very hard to envision how to break past 20 million, right, in a year um, and be and do it successfully without while still holding the infrastructure we've built. You know, like the whole concept of you're your own CEO, this and that. It's gonna be interesting to see. So, so what, what are you doing to overcome that? Like, are you talking to people who've done a hundred million? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm I was like, that, like right? today, I was talking to the the founder of Alpha Line, which is a massive supplement brand doing, um, you know, eight to ten million. Then, a month. What, what do you even ask these people though? Um, like, actually, I think the biggest thing is like, how did you break past doing a one point five to two million a month to doing three, four, five million a month? Right. Like, what were the main key hires? What were the like the main things you structurally had to change? Every single person, for the most part, has said that you need to spend top dollar on pivotal people. And what so, what, what pivotal people? So a lot of it is in like ops, mm. operationally, like a really strong CEO. We don't have a CEO. Mm. Um, they cost 300, 400 K. They're not cheap. Yeah. They're not cheap at all. Um, so going to like athletic green, athletic greens or vital proteins and getting their CEO, you know, like you have to do, you have, you have, to, to, you make, have to do work for that. Yeah. You have to, exactly. And you have to make pivotal moves like this. Mm. You got to give them three, 4% of your company. So like you have to think about like, that's not something you just get up tomorrow and be like, all right, today I'm going to go do this. <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's like, oh, holy heck, you know, like that can shape your entire dynamic of your company. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Vital Prison is like the blue one, right? Vital they are. They're, they sold they're to big ne- time, right? Well, they sold to Nestle two years ago. Oh, wow. For $1.1 billion. $1.1 billion. Yeah, they did $250 million in revenue. I'm curious also, too, because like, like we said, this landscape is not where it was. Yeah. You need to see. So what are you thinking about? Like, in term, I'm, I'm sure people have approached you for like acquisitions and all this type of stuff before. Yeah. Do you even think about that? Or you're just like, let's just get through these next few years and yeah, keep we've growing been, this we, thing? I think we always think about it. I think... I think it would be foolish not to think about it ever. Like you should always be thinking about it because whether or not acquisition, like thinking about acquisition doesn't mean you're giving up on something. I think thinking about acquisition means you're trying to, you're trying to understand where your opportunities are best going to generate the most value. Right. So right now we're at a point where like, we're working on a couple of the brands too, like Paul Rangers is coming out, which is uh, a pet brand. Pets, pets are killer. Pets are, pets are, are yeah, pets are, pets are doing really well. Um, so we're theming off of Power Rangers with Paw Rangers. So like, oh, sick! That's that's cool. Yeah. So we're like working on that brand. Uh, we have a couple other things that we have in the pipeline. So we're like, okay, cool. Like we can we can score up brands quickly and do all that stuff. Um, but like, what if we actually gave Obvi to? What if we gave thirty percent to Obvi hypothetically to a group 
that could fill in all the holes we don't know. Retail, ops, this and that. Could they turn the other 70% of our company that we would own into triple value, value, right? And like, that's something if you're not thinking about in your company, you're being selfish, right? 100%. So yeah, we're 100% thinking about those things. And if the right opportunity comes, we would do it. Yeah. Because what we care about is, is if Obvi can make more impact, whether or not we leave with hundreds of millions of dollars or tens of millions, it like doesn't matter because at the end of the day, if something else created more value than us, that means we weren't going to do it ourselves. That's fair. Right? So the only negative here is, is, is if all in all everything fails, which probably was going to be inevitable because mentally we were there. So I think it's win-win either way. That's some powerful shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> what else you guys? Do you have something off the top of your tongue you want to? Uh, I feel like I saw you guys in like GNC or like a vitamin shop. Vitamin shop. Yeah. yeah, I was in vitamin shop the other day and I saw you guys. Yeah. I, I guess um, one of my questions was like how how has or how do you think retail influences your ability to like price your products or yeah. change your prices? Yeah, retail's tough, man, because it's like retail, it becomes the godfather instantly when you get in, right? Like we've worked our ass off in D to C. We get into vitamin shop beginning of last year, and it's like, hey, we're the new boss in town. Okay. We want the price point for our, your burn product to be $29.99 instead of $34.99. Now, everything we've built around this product just lost $5 margin overnight. You can't say anything. Can't say anything. Right? Um, they have 700 stores. They rolled us out nationwide. Go ahead and do it. It is <laughs> you what know? it is. <laughs> You're going to do it. So um, I think it affects the thing where like you don't have too much control. Now, there are people who are really good at retail that would have never allowed that to happen, right? That will hear my comment and be like, that's not true. And I think to answer your question, dependent on your skill set, you can let retail control you or you can control retail. Our skill set will go toe to toe with anyone in D2C, but we do not know the last thing about retail, okay? So we will get eaten up, we'll get chewed up and we'll get spit out. And it's what happened. It's probably what will happen in Walmart if we don't get a good partner, strategic partner on this. So I, my answer to that is a little bit biased because we're not skilled there. Dude, you're transparent as hell with that too. Yeah, no, I you're think you have to about be. That straight up you have about to be. it. Yeah. For sure. Damn, that's nuts. Like, it, it's definitely scary. Like, we were talking before about the Walmart thing. Like, it's, it's, it's extremely, yeah, dude, we had a, when we found out, I remember it was like 7 p.m. at night. The buyer, um, Josh, he emailed us and he's like, here's your store count. And I think at that point, everyone was like, dude, you're probably going to get like 1,000 stores, 1,100 stores. Even our broker who got us the deal was like, you probably get like 1,300 stores max. They don't typically do bigger rollout. We saw 4,100 and we're just like, and our broker was like, this is the largest rollout I've seen for your category ever. Right. So we're like, holy shit, like why us? Dude, but they see your D to C. That's why. That's exactly. why you guys. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we had a moment where we were like celebrating, like, damn, hell yeah. Like, you know, just all, you know, on the moon. But I'll tell you it probably lasted, and this is the pros and cons of this, is like that celebration lasted two minutes, <laughs> maybe two and a half minutes. Right? Like a bunch of text messages back and forth. My founders sent it to my fam chat. That few friends, you know, posted about it. The, 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 that dopamine was two and a half minutes. And then you go into like, oh my God, what is it? Well, how the, what are we going to do here? Right? We need money. We need people. We need to, like your entire company needs to change now in 
four to five months, right? So even though, even though you see all these numbers or flashy things or whatever, like the struggles of scaling is, is like, it is one of the hardest things I've ever dealt with. Reality hits you in the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause you're like 4,000 times whatever units they want to buy to you and like times the price of that unit. Exactly. You're like, how the hell am I getting this money? I'm like, yeah. Who's going to make this? Yeah. I'm going to get the money for this. Even your manufacturer were like, yo, what yeah, the hell is going dude, on? I have to have multiple manufacturers, yeah. right? So it's like, just, it's like, obviously I can just walk away and be like, I don't want to do it. But you're not. But you're not going to do that. So now you know that you have to do this. And so now your only thing is how. And that how question becomes so much harder to answer the bigger you get. It's not like how to do this becomes easier. How to do this becomes harder. Like more money, more problems. It is. Bring on the problems. Bring on the problems. Exactly. As Drake would say. As Drake would say. I, I, I want to pivot one more piece to this about your personal brand. Because like, I think you've built that out pretty, uh, pretty heavily in the last like, few years. And like, uh, I'm sure it's been helpful. You know what I mean? Like you met a whole bunch of people. Like we met through that too. You yeah, know what I mean? we did. We did. Um, was that like intentional? Were you thinking through that? Or like, was it just like you like Twitter type of thing? No, uh, like Twitter was separate. I think um, it's a funny story there. But I think um, personal brand wise, um, it was never about personal brand. What it was about was when we started Obvi, um, when I would look up, and look around me and ask some other people in the industry, like, yo, what are you doing? What do you recommend? What manufacturer should I work with? Best VPL. Everyone was zip tied. Like, their mouths were shut. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't tell you nothing. Their mouths were shut. And, and I think it's because in 2018, 2019, we were still on the fringe where everything was a gold mine mm. and people were very selfish when making sure that secrets weren't revealed. Okay. Because our ads were so ripping. Exactly. Everything yeah, was ripping, yeah, dude. Yeah, like yeah, if you yeah. had a good manufacturer, you don't want anyone to find out. 100%. Right? That's why proprietary blends and supplements were there still. Right? You didn't want anyone to know a good formula. Interesting. That's right. Why, yeah, yeah. 2019, 2020, things started shaping, uh, shaping up to be changing. And it was like people were opening up more. And people were starting to share more because struggles were starting to come. 2021 and pandemic, this and that. Everyone was open book because nobody was winning 10 times more than others. Yeah. They're winning a couple times more. And they said, you know what? Our, 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 our income seems closer. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk. Right? People started sharing 3PLs, what they're using. Now, it's like if you don't share, you look like a fool. Okay? So in 2019, what I went through with having to figure everything out on my own, my thing was I'm going to build Obvi in public. I'm going to put everything out there because even if it helps one person, right? Because I wish I was that one person who got helped by others. But if it helps one person to take one right step or get connected to one right thing, then that's more help than I got. So I started sharing a lot on LinkedIn. Then um, it was last year. I joined Twitter like, like probably nine months ago. Really? Less than a year ago. Definitely less less than a year ago. I didn't know that. But it was Ash who had texted me and he's like, dude, like he joined Twitter and he was blowing up. This thing called threads. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> yeah. dude, he's like, I'm blown. Like he was at 10, 11 K followers in like literally six months. And I'm like, dude, you're crazy. And then he'd just be like, just come here, write one thread. I'll retweet it. Just, I promise you, please just join Twitter. And I joined Twitter. I write my first thread about how we did 10 K to, you know, at that point it was like 30 million. Um, and got 
1,100 followers on the first day. Jeez. Um, and people started loving because no one was doing finance content. So I just stuck to it. And now, like, you know, it's been good growth. 100%. But the goal is still the same. I just want to openly share what we're doing and what's working, what's not working. For sure. Because you learn from that. People reach out to you. Like, the connections help you grow yeah. the brand. It's like, at the end of the day, obviously, the, the thing. Right. You want to keep growing. So how right. do you keep growing? You have to meet higher level people. You have to. You have to. Who, who's the nine-figure brand? Who's in Walmart? Who's in Target? Who's in BJ's, Costco, et cetera? That's exactly what the hell are they doing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's help where I can I feel like I can tap on anyone's shoulder and they'll at least kind of turn around and be like, yo, what's up? Not like a full cold ignore, right? Now, like someone doesn't respond. And again, the most humble format, I'll be like, really? What the hell? Like, <laughs> right? like, come on, like, let's, let's just talk. I just want to talk to you. So it helped bridge the gap between like those people to like, now I can at least go and, and, and tap on them. Um, and I've been able to learn more. Mentor Pass has been really cool because I've been able too. to, you know, give back a lot of time. But what I, what Mentor Pass people don't get to talk about that much is how much I get to learn too. Like there are people who come in and they're like, I'm stuck at this point, but the way they got to their point is so much different than the way I got to my point. And you're like, wait, that's so dope. You know? <laughs> so like, I'm blessed to be paid to get learning 100%. that. But like, um, so I think it's been really cool to build personal brand, but I think sometimes it's so easy to build it. If your like true thing of giving back is just like, I just want to help someone else. Um, it turned into a lot of opportunities, I think. 100%. Yeah, no, it's good. Dude, like the personal brand's very helpful. You know what I mean? It is. Opens up the whole world to you. You, know, like you just tap on someone's shoulder, yeah. Yeah. hop in the DMs and have a whole conversation. Yeah. And I think um, I have a really soft spot for SaaS brands and SaaS companies. Like what we, I think we all like kind of take for granted is there are people who have made tools to make our life so damn easy. Okay. Like you want to run email marketing, go to Klaviyo, right? You want to run SMS, you go to PostScript or Attentive, this and that, right? You want to build an easy website, you go to Shopify, right? Like we talk about these things, they roll off our tongues because someone built these things to make it so easy to the point where we can hire an intern and probably trust they can figure it out, right? There was a time when none of this was possible. So like these companies that are out there building these tools, slaving away, getting engineers, dealing with all the raising tons of money to almost make nothing. Um, I think it's important to like really understand why they're doing what they're doing because you truly have to care to build an ecosystem and care to help people to be in SaaS, right? Because it's grunt work. You don't see evaluation till like many, many years until you exit. You have tons of people to hire. No cash flow. No cash flow. Yeah. You're constantly raising. You're stressed. And then when you do get to enjoy, it's like you're just burnt. So people building these things, you look at those founders, right? You look at like Gina from Retection Stay AI. Um, or you look at like Alex Beller from Pop Postscript. Like these people are like, they've really, really slaved into building this. Right. So I have a really soft spot for them. So for them, like tools I use for Obvi, I don't care if people say like, oh, dude, you're just saying this, you get paid for it. Like if I get paid, great. Like I should be because I use the tool and I'm 
giving them, you know, good value. Banner, good value. Yeah, yeah, if I didn't get paid though, my message or my frequency of talking about them would not change. That's the difference. Well, because you use all these things, so it's like yeah, exactly. Yeah, basis, yeah. You know what I mean? I've never, I would, yeah, ne- yeah. I never have, and I never will talk about something I don't use. That's my only principle. Now, whether or not I get paid or this or that, that's that's my business, right? Like that's that is if someone thinks I'm bringing them value and they want to give me a piece of that value, sure, why not? Right? It's similar to me hiring an advisor at Obvi. If you they're going to bring them. me value, I'm going to pay them. 100%. <laughs> right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, why does that have to change if, if, if you know, the, the dynamic shift? So, but, uh, yeah, truly believe in the ecosystem. It's a good ecosystem. It is. And hopefully it keeps building. We're in a weird spot right now. With, like <laughs> Shopify stock and this and that. Wow, it's like man. wild right now. Wild. It is a little yeah. scary, but, like, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to, like, the 2016s of the world. We will. Yeah. We will. What yeah. goes what goes down has to come up. It's a whole cycle. You would hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, man. But th- this was this was awesome. This was this was yeah. like a value pack. On no, this one. you guys hit yeah. it with it. I mean, probably one of the few ones that I got to like really go deep mm-hmm. back into. You've done a few of these, right? I've done a few like podcast. Like podcast. Oh yeah, well, you have your own, obviously. But like, yeah, I've done a few of these. I yeah. think, but I, I don't. People t- people typically just talk about like obvious growth, not so much like how we got to Abby, which I got yeah. to spend this is probably yeah, yeah, yeah. only time yeah, I've yeah, yeah. you because we're always interested in like like the, the origin story right because yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. even us like our story was like I went to college I had a roommate who did e-commerce yeah it's called you ever hear the burrito blanket it was a yeah, blanket yeah, yeah. of a tortilla yeah, that's yeah. my roommate in college no way yeah and oh, like wow. I used to bother him be like yo how the hell are you doing this like, how are you getting random people to buy your, your yeah. garbage <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he would never tell me I just like kept bothering him asking questions, kind of like you just yeah. asking questions, yeah. asking questions. And I learned, I came back my first like summer semester. I told all my buddies back at home, I'm like, hey guys, there's this thing called like Shopify. There's this thing called Facebook ads. You buy an ad for $5, you make $10 on the back end. It's like that easy. Isn't that cool, man? And then he, I have everyone, he didn't believe me. And <laughs> now so he's a marketer. He was like, he was like, it's bullshit. Like, it's bullshit. Yeah. He went back to school. I come back the next semester yeah. and he's like, I just dropped out of college. I'm doing a hundred K a month right now. No and like, look at this story. I hadn't, I never done that much like in a month before. And I was like, what the hell? Like he was wow. on like some jewelry brand or whatever. I was yeah. like, yo, what's going That's on? crazy. But these are the stories that we want to hear, right? Yeah, man. Cause this is the stuff that like people get inspired by. It's insp- Yeah. Cause you're, in, you're, you may be sitting in like your dorm room and you're like, just thinking about like, damn, like, what am I doing? Or what am I going to do? And or even like, at, you're at Ernst & Young, you're yeah, at like yeah, a exactly. Deloitte, whatever the hell it is. Wherever like, you Yo. are, you're always thinking about what to do next. Like mm-hmm. I listen to podcasts and I'm like, damn, they exited and did this, this, and this. Or they didn't exit and they hired a new CEO and did this, this, and this. Like you think about all these things, so you're always trying to do something different. Dude, it's always like, and then you start piecing the different podcasts once you have the different guys. Yeah, like, crazy. I, I've never even said this like on the podcast before, but for example, like Moise Ali, I uh, I met this guy my sophomore year in college. He really? spoke in my class. Wow. And like, he had no idea. It was just like, I think he like had just sold like native type of thing. Yeah. It was like f- random panel, four people. It was him and, you know, Wei Guo, one of his investors. No. An Asian guy, one of his investors. He invested like the first like check in there. Okay. Um, he tells a whole story about it, blah, blah, blah. Then what was that like? When was your last event with the Parker event you, you did? Well, a couple months ago. A couple months ago, you ran like a, the, the thing of, Parker. Oh, like the uh, the launch? The event? launch, yeah, yeah, yeah launch yeah, event. Yeah. Yep. I go to that event. Yep. Moise Aldi's there. Yep. I never met the guy in person. I walked up to the guy. I was like, yo, I met you in my class like five years ago oh, type of man, thing. And he's like, he looks so at me. He's wild. like, yo, yeah. I was like, 
Wei Guo, UC Berkeley, and he was like, "That's crazy!" Like, we had a whole conversation. Dude, that's yeah. that shit gives you chills. That gives you yeah. ch- him chills, me chills. I was that's like, crazy. Like, it, it was kind of nuts, but that's the whole community, right? Yep. That's like the whole world of this whole e-commerce ecosystem. That's it. It's like that's it. How did I end up at like a Parker launch event? Like that you ran, that he was there. That yeah. all these, you know what I mean? It's that's, like it's a big thing. It's crazy. It's like uh, I actually spoke at um, Ryder University. So I, I go to Ryder University. So I. I um, my first class, I was supposed to be, I, I was going to be like a science guy. Like I was going to be a doctor and stuff. My first class in high school was a bit intro to business class um, that I took. And I was just taking it as an elective. And as a, as a do, uh, teacher there, Miss Deck uh, was her name. And uh, I loved her. I, she was an amazing teacher. I loved business. I fell in love. She ended up becoming a professor at Ryder University now. Okay. So last year she hit me up and said, I've loved your success, growth story. And we're like, take your collagen. (laughs) Take your collagen. She was like, "Um, and I'm teaching an intro to business class at Ryder. And she was like, I'd love for you to come and do a guest lecture. So I I went three months ago. I did my first guest lecture there. Um, I went back last Friday and I did my second one. Um, And in that class came a student from the first time I did the guest lecture, which was the first semester. And he said, um, I decided to actually stick with business because I love Miss Deck as a teacher, but I also loved your speech on you how go. you built Obvi and I want to do something like that. And I was like, that's crazy because this literally came full circle. Yeah. Like I listened to this teacher who got me into this, who then brought me back, who got somebody else into this. 100%. And I'm, I'm hope, and that, that has to keep flowing now. And you feel yeah. that. like You felt that. You felt like, that. Like, that was yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. now, like not, none of the other stuff matters. Uh-huh. That's it. Thousand bucks a minute don't matter. Yeah. Do you feel that? <laughs> that don't matter. <laughs> Anyways, dude. Yeah. Um, no, I, I want to shout out the podcast too, though. Your podcast yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're competitors. You sure? Nah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. True on this D2C. We'll share subscribers on this one. Just, yeah. No. But yeah, check out the podcast. Um, Chew on this D2C. Uh, we're on uh, episode eight drops tomorrow. And um, we're just, uh, just what, what our concept was, there's too many podcasts. Uh, we wanted to do a pod class where you're listening to the pod, but part of it is learning. So we're super tactical, but you can also listen and enjoy. Um, and then also the reason it's called Chew on This, it's digestible content because every episode's under 40 minutes Oh, nice! instead of it being like an hour long. Yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit about the podcast. Not bad little that's competition hard. over there. <laughs> <laughs> We're growing together. <laughs> the, the frame that you're seeing around this video is inspired by inspired by Yo, New Money Talks fam, sorry for the interruption. Just wanted to shout out our sponsor, Mars Agency. They have managed over $100 million in paid ad spend and generated over $200 million for over 50 different companies that they've worked with, both e-commerce and non-e-commerce. They handle everything regarding paid advertising, digital content creation, SEO, and everything that encompasses brand or company growth. So if you run a company that can sell anything online, I highly recommend that you check out the link in our description, say that new money talk sent you and they'll take care of the rest. Now back to the podcast. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. And where can people find you and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, if you want even them to fucking find you at this point, <laughs> mentor pass. Yeah, uh, no, LinkedIn's cool. Um, just look up Ronak Shah or um, obviously CEO on Twitter. 
hundred percent. We'll have it linked yeah, in the yeah. description. We'll have it linked in the description. Oh, that's yeah. dope. And we need a actually we want a promo code too for uh, for Avi right <laughs> for now. Yeah, Avi. man. Twenty percent off discount for like our two percent female. Someone, someone's gonna buy it. Someone's gotta buy it. We'll do we'll do like thirty percent off for new money. There we go. New money. Money. Yeah, we'll figure it out. 100%. Yeah. No, there, but there was one thing that you were mentioning before I, that I wanted to bring up about how you like listen to podcasts. You hear all these different people's journeys. And I was just, I, I just went to, I just went snowboarding with a friend of mine. And we were listening to, to a Tom Bilyeu podcast. Okay. If you're familiar with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was saying that like, it's crazy that like he came to the realization that like you can do anything you want, but you can't do everything. Yes. And so you listen to everyone's experience and like how they, their upbringings and like what they did for their mm. businesses. And you're like, oh, shit, I can do that. But then you're like, but I'm currently doing something different. Yes. And it's like, I can't do, I could go any route that I want. And everyone gets to a specific place. Yep. Like so many people get to the same outcome, right. but they get there so many different ways. And you're like, I can't do, I can do anything, but I can't do everything. And yes. that's like a crazy realization. I love that realization. It was actually, we get a lot of times people ask us like, Are you ever going to sell to men? Right. You never create like a blue line. Because yeah, yeah. collagen is for men too. And we said, uh, we learned a really cool lesson back at Shreds. It was, if you try to sell to everyone, you won't sell to anyone. So pick your demographic and double down on the demographic. So we said it's going to be four women. It's pink. It's this. The collagen the, the collagen is fully unisex. You can drink it. You can yeah. have it. You can have it. I have it. But we said it's for women. And uh, if you try to sell to everyone, you won't sell to anyone. So same yeah. concept, and I believe in that. Clip that one. <laughs> that was a fire yeah. clip. <laughs> yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was yeah. good. Yeah, awesome, yeah. I, I wanted to. I want to ask one more question. Yeah. For the for those who are listening, who might be landing in a similar or finding them in a similar position, you recently. I don't know how recently you became a father. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me about how that's been and how it's Im- influenced or impacted. You maybe your schedule or like your drive for the business to be successful? Like what changed with that? Yeah, it's a really good question, man. Um, So yeah, eight months ago, became a father. And I think there's two things that are really, really like impactful. One was um, what leading up to having the baby, you're trying to get into the best mindset and preparation mode, right? Like it is more prep than I've done when all the Black Fridays combined in my life. It's more, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's more prep than like anything you're getting ready for in your life, a marathon, because it's like your life's about to change. So I felt like anything I was, everything I tried to like prep, like I'm going to be mentally ready, physically ready, all these things, right? I felt like I was literally in like a combat race, like just prepping for this. So it was really cool because I feel like I was able to get into, I was able, completely able to change my mindset when I found out I'm going to have a kid, which was really cool. And so I think that part impacted me because I, I realized like I have time to do more. I just needed to make it. Um, I just need to make time to like prepare. So that was cool. And then I think the second thing is now that I he's been here, um, you realize there's a lot of like, stuff that you do in your life that is so nonsensical and like such a waste of time. And until like somebody forces you to where you have to choose from, choose yourself to not do it anymore, you become so intentional with your time. So now everything I do, it needs, it's, it's, it sounds transactional, but it's not, but everything has to have intentional purpose for me to grow. Like 
there is literally like I still do a lot of things for fun, this and that. But like if it's if it's not helping me grow, I don't I just don't want to do it because it's not going to help me create a future for him. It's not going to help me get better at what I do. And it's not going to help me grow bigger than what I'm what I've done. So like now it's like, dude, like even like with you guys, like, hey, I want to record this podcast because like there's part of it is want to have your company. But the second part is like audience growth, exposure, all of that. Cool. This is going to be good. It's valuable. And it's I don't know if it's good or bad to think that way. Right. I'll probably know 10 years from now when I'm reflecting. Um, but right now that's what it's made me do is become super intentional. Stuff's a lot more, it's not a project anymore. This is like yeah, real, it's life. Life. It's real life. life. It's life as it's hell. Real life. Yeah. Yeah. Like real life. a lot of guys think e-commerce is just like, oh, Shopify, ding, yeah, ding, yeah, ding. Yeah. But this is like life. You it's know what life. I mean? It's like, it's yeah, life yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like, I think it, it, it helped me level up a lot more. Like I had to get a house. I need more space for him. Um, I have, to, I have to make more money. Far as Yeah, no, it was like, it just makes you do, like I, I, I've, I was talking to my financial planner and he was like, you need to start saving for his college. And the way, in, uh, the way uh, inflation's going now, college by then is going to be about 100 to 120K a year. Jeez, right? A year. A year. Right. So you're like, so you probably want to start thinking about saving about a half a million dollars just for undergrad tuition. Right. You start thinking about these things right now, whether or not I do it, I could care less if he goes to college. I don't believe in college. Right. But whether or not he goes or not, you have to think about it like, holy shit, I got to like think about this. I got 18 years yeah. to put I got half a million 18 away. years to put half a million away. Yeah. Those are those are things that like they're those are real things now. Those aren't like, yo, I have a goal to save a Lambo. <laughs> you know it's it's this is like that's your, i gotta give yeah. an education screw the lambo yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah it becomes yeah. different so you just dude you just appreciate your time so much more gotcha. yeah i think that's a good way to wrap this bad boy yeah, oh, this yeah. was that was awesome out. no this is awesome man. i hope you, you enjoy guys. this as much as we great did. question yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. it was actually probably the most unique one we've ever i've never done yeah i'm so that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no i appreciate it man oh right, man thank you so Sweet. much dude thank yeah Appreciate Thank the you. hospitality. Appreciate this was good. Course. On our end, make sure. Actually, this is one thing. They do it on uh, My First Million. It's called like the gentleman's, uh, what's it called? Like, call like the, call action, the gentleman's right? like contract or something. Oh, it's yeah. like, look, so we give you a lot of value for free, right? Yeah. But we want one thing <laughs> one in return. Thing one thing in return. And that's <laughs> yeah. for you to subscribe and like and comment. That's like it. That. That's all you got to so, do. Subscribe, like, and comment. <laughs> yeah. If you've gotten this far, subscribe, like, and comment. We've gotten up to like almost five, over 500 subs yeah. right now. It's been like two months. Wow. So like we're, we're moving yeah. on TikTok. We're up to almost 2,000 followers. Yeah, IG over 500. Dude. All yeah. organic. It's kind of sick. Tell them the impression count. Yeah. Oh. 100K impressions a, a month. Right now. Maybe lots. even over that, a honestly, lot. at this point. More than that. Yeah. More than that. Wow. We've had some posts get like come a half a million views type of thing. So yeah. Like, yeah, wow. yeah. With just us talking. So it's kind of crazy. Um, but please, like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends. This is fun. So, And, and these guys are under, under 24 years old. 100%. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what's inspirational for me. To see that like young talent is like doing so much more than what twenty four year olds were doing then, that part is just it's it's amazing. So appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you guys. See you in the next one. See you on the next one later.